Hey everyone, I'm Rob Scott from UC Today and we're bringing you all the latest news and conversation from the unified communications and collaboration space. So today I'm speaking with Call Tower and Enable UC. We're going to be discussing a really hot topic, Microsoft Operator Connect versus direct routing. Welcome everybody. Hi Rob. Kevin, Rob, thank you very much for having us. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Really hot topic today. Excited to be here. So um, before we dive in, though, however, why don't we just do a quick round of introductions? And William, would you like to go first? Sure, I'd love to. So Rob and Kevin, again, thank you guys for having us here. All the listeners, thank you guys for joining in today. Uh, my name is William Rubio. I'm the Chief Revenue Officer at Call Tower. Uh, Call Tower itself, we've been around for about 20 plus years, uh, really providing unified communications as a service and contact center as a service, not just domestically in the United States and North America, but also uh, pretty much globally in uh, the APAC and, uh, uh, and the EMEA regions as well. Uh, we're a big Microsoft partner, been a, a Microsoft partner going all the way back to 2008. We were one of the first that was actually invited uh, to be a cloud service provider. So that means that we sell the Office 365 licenses uh, to customers going back all the way to 2014, which doesn't seem like a long time ago, but coming up on seven years uh, already overall. And uh, happy to be here and happy to talk to Kevin. Fantastic. And Kevin? Well, thanks again, Rob and William. It's good to have you here. Looking forward to the discussion. Uh, my name is Kevin Keeler. I'm the co-founder of Enable UC. Enable UC is a boutique consulting firm, and we really help organizations get the most out of the Microsoft uh, ecosystem, um, and a lot of that work is around uh, Microsoft Teams. Um, and so certainly what we're going to talk about today, you know, making Teams be your phone system by figuring out how to connect it to the PSTN is certainly something that we help organizations with in terms of the strategy and figuring out, you know, what option might make the most sense for them. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks for joining me. Okay, so to kick today's conversation off, I suppose we're going to be talking about you know, direct routing, which is, is, is a Microsoft uh, kind of bring your own carrier solution. Um, and we're kind of going to, going to compare that with uh, the, the new Microsoft Operator Connect solution. So to kick things off, I think, you know, William, it'd be good just to kind of firstly define what, what they mean and what they how they work uh, for the audience if possible. And then we'll just maybe compare the differences between the two. Do you want, do you want to kick off? Sure, I would love to. So uh, there, there's definitely a, a big education <laughs> going on right now uh, between direct routing and Operator Connect. Uh, direct routing, at least from a call tower standpoint, we've been actually delivering it actually three years this month. Uh, we officially launched and uh, implemented our first customer in November of 2018. So very excited to actually do that. I think we were one of the first, if not the first in, in the United States to actually kick that off. And the great thing about uh, direct routing was the fact that we were able to work with Microsoft, get certified with our session border controllers uh, within our data centers uh, to make sure that we could connect and provide access to the public switch telephone network, the PSTN, so that uh, organizations could leverage our voice network and then leverage the stack on the, on the Microsoft side uh, from a PBX standpoint, uh, from a, a telephony feature, things like call forwarding and voicemail without leaving your Office 365 environment, which I think was a, was a very big key uh, initiative that Microsoft wanted to make sure that they could do. Fast forward to a few years down the road, right, to pretty much right about now, Operator Connect is, is pretty much kind of the, the next version uh, of direct routing. Both are gonna continue to be around. It's really more of the, how do we deliver the services to the customer? Uh, which is really where the big difference is. But as far as an end user experience, 
uh, the end user experience uh, should be pretty much the same. So whether it's a, a customer that has a user over in the APAC region or over in EMEA somewhere in Europe or somewhere in North America, that end user experience should be the same. It's just the delivery method, whether it be on Operator Connect or direct routing, uh, that is a little bit different. There are some advantages on Operator Connect as it continues to, to evolve because we're now working uh, a little bit more in tandem with Microsoft than we were on direct routing. Uh, but overall, both are good solutions. It just really depends on what's going to be best for the customer overall. Uh, thanks for that. That's a good intro. And, and Kevin, how, how would you explain this to the organizations that, you know, that you work with? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, William made some great points, which is, the end user experience, there's no difference. So the end user isn't going to be able to tell. So that's that's the first thing. Um, and then the other thing is, is like organizations like Call Tower, I, I, I think, you know, they're well positioned because they offer both. And so I, I think um, if you're looking at this and you, you want to talk to an organization that, you know, has can offer both, uh, you know, Direct routing, and then it becomes direct routing, you know, as a service. Direct routing, originally people would buy equipment and they put it on-prem. And then a lot of organizations didn't want to do that. They either, you know, just from a, a capital outlay or just they didn't have the expertise to manage it on-prem. And then a lot of people, like William mentioned with Call Tower, um, you know, became more direct routing as a service. So now your service provider brought that equipment um, into their organization um, and so you had, you didn't really have that on-prem. Uh, with Operator Connect, I mean, the idea is, and this is still evolving. So I think it's, it's, you know, you may find that what's best for you when you look at it is maybe you start with direct routing and then maybe you transition to Operator Connect. What Operator Connect um, offers the potential for is for better, um, you know, administration and you can do more of what you would like to do in the Teams admin center as opposed to moving to PowerShell and having people understand some of this relatively complicated scripting. Now, that being said, the evolution is, you know, you can't necessarily do everything today that you would like to in the Teams admin center. Um, so I think, you know, Operator Connect is, some of it's aspirational from Microsoft, but I think in the future, it's designed to make it easier for IT admins to take care of their, you know, their PSTN connectivity. Thanks for that, Kevin. Uh, over to you, William. In terms of the challenges organizations are facing, what, what's, what's the conversations like right now? I, I think there's a, a lot of challenges, and, and I'm going to get to that question right here, Rob, in a second. Just uh, I think a little bit of background there. When you start to look at IT organizations nowadays, uh, IT organizations, um, really, for lack of a better uh, better analogy, they have a, a seat at the table, right? Meaning that they're now working with marketing, with accounting, with sales, uh, with uh, business development, with customer support to make sure that they can help grow the organization. And what that's really done is it's putting some limitation as far as uh, those organizations trying to really keep up with technology, right? So the same exact thing happens when you're trying to deploy uh, within Microsoft itself with their environment. There's a lot of odds and ends. Uh, that come when deploying, when looking at deploying uh, Microsoft Teams Voice overall, right? When you start to look at things like CRM integration, contact center, uh, simple things as any analog devices like paging, uh, overhead paging, intercom, door buzzers, faxes, credit card machines, uh, device management, if it's headsets, if it's handsets, all those different things really kind of tumble into 
the solution overall. And what we're finding is that a lot of IT organizations just don't have the time and the resources because now they're kind of sitting at that table really trying to grow the organization instead of really trying to be just as back-end support. So they are starting to leverage organizations like Call Tower to really bring them that expertise because it's needed. Technology continues to change at a rapid pace. Uh, COVID obviously uh, accelerated some of these technologies advancements that we're now uh, being able to embrace and, and leverage overall for our businesses. So I think overall, when you look at that, it's really making sure that you can partner with somebody that has the experience on the Microsoft side, not just so much on the office licenses from a uh, from a calendar and an email, but really critical on the voice side or your communications hub overall, because that's really what Microsoft Teams becomes. Yeah, absolutely. I can imagine the larger the organization, the more complex things are anyway. And there's a whole bunch of options here, isn't it? There's a lot to choose from. Uh, it's very flexible, but you know, the Microsoft Teams voice element as well. So, I mean, Kevin, this, uh, you know, the types of conversations you are having with you know organizations is that is that similar? Would you like to add on to that? Well, I think, yeah, so let, let me just first start by saying, you know, because in case any of the listeners are wondering, like Microsoft Teams absolutely is capable of being an enterprise PBX. So like, first of all, there's some people that, you know, they're, they're caught in that debate. So let's, let's just, you know, kind of table that it can, it can be, you know, it, it definitely can deliver all the capabilities of an enterprise PBX. Um, you know, now, whether it's the right enterprise PBX for you, like that's one of the things we, we work through. I would say then the conversation, sometimes it becomes analysis paralysis. Like Microsoft offers, you know, more options than you even know about. So in some respects, Operator Connect creates another evaluation. So is it direct routing or Operator Connect? Um, I think, you know, a lot of the complexities that, that William spoke to, like analog devices, for example, because direct routing has been around for longer, the solution set and understanding how to make pagers and alarm systems and your telephones and elevators and all these different devices work. Um, there's more recipe books associated with direct routing right now, because as I said before, you know, Operator Connect, maybe that's the future aspiration. It's certainly evolving, but there are use cases where, you know, direct routing um, is going to be an easier path. But the nice thing is, as we talked about before, the user experience doesn't change. So if it becomes important to start one place with direct routing and then move to Operator Connect, um, you can absolutely do that. So, so definitely one of the challenges is, you know, the analysis paralysis and working with somebody who can, you know, kind of cut through, you know, some of the vagueness and also what's on the roadmap versus what's here today and really figure out an implementation plan and, and help you. Because a lot of these organizations are moving in this direction because if they do it correctly, there can be some significant cost savings. And then the other challenge, you know, I think we'll talk about it a little bit more in depth, but, you know, William pointed out, you do need uh, someone, a group of people to deal with the ongoing management of the PSTN voice piece. And you, you, you as an IT group need to decide, is this is managing this going to provide value to the organization? Because a lot of times teams can do much more. And, you know, if, if your IT staff is just dealing with the voice piece, maybe you're missing opportunities in terms of the automation workflow and all the other things that teams can do. Yeah, some good points there. And in, in terms of implementation, I, I suppose I'm picking up that, you know, there's a lot of options. It can be quite complex, I suppose, depending on the size and 
complexity of the organization, certainly. But I mean, William, uh, you know, are you seeing customers do it, do it themselves? Uh, is that reality or is it always a partner deployment the best option? Uh, are you getting, are you seeing horror stories where someone's tried to do it, but it just failed? I mean, you know, what, what's happening out there from an implementation standpoint? Yeah, that's, that's a great question, Robin. And there are some critical points uh, within any type of deployment, regardless if you're an enterprise or, or an SMB type of, of organization. You know, one, one of the necessary evils out there is porting, right? It's, it's kind of an, an unsung hero that you don't really hear about it unless it goes bad <laughs> type of stuff. But uh, it is something that's done. Here at Call Tower, we do provide a full white glove uh, implementation to our customers. So we have a project management team that's assigned uh, to each one of our accounts. We work with them and hold their hand through the porting uh, with their call queues, aka hunk groups for uh, the older guys that are out there. That's what we used to call them. The uh, auto attendants that are out there and really any type of profiling on the background uh, that you want to do within your Office 365 environment. So I think it is very critical to work with a partner that uh, really understands the voice aspect of the design within Microsoft Teams uh, compared to trying to do it yourself where all of a sudden you're uploading your DID list and you're hoping and praying that uh, nothing's going to become back rejected. And then all of a sudden some of your phones get disconnected and uh, it might be one of your critical numbers, whether it's a local DID or even maybe an 800 number going into uh, your call center or a mini call center, et cetera, that uh, might be an issue. So I think that there is a lot of education that goes through it. And Operator Connect is there to really try to solve some of these issues because you are able to go in, like Kevin mentioned, into your team's admin and look at your drop-down menu there and choose an operator like Call Tower uh, to actually provide those services. But when it comes to the, all those extra support items that are necessary for a successful implementation, uh, I think partnering up with the right organization that can really work you through, uh, walk you through that uh, is critical to any success. You want to get the buy-in from the IT team to really work with a partner, and then you also want to make sure that you have that end-user buy-in as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and you do the E911 services as well, don't you, at Call Tower? And, and that's a crucial component, isn't it? And you don't you don't want to get that wrong. No, no, you, you definitely don't. And we do both. We do it not just in North America, but uh, in roughly about 40 or so countries. Pretty much if it's available within the country, we're able to provide those emergency services, whether it's E911 or their version uh, of E911, we're able to go ahead and support that for our clients. Yeah, yeah, really important. Kevin, what's it like from your perspective you know, do it yourself a reality or, or not? Well, I, I think a couple of things. So we always say, you know, what's important is expertise, which means you're kind of book smart and experience, which, you know, at least some people on your team need to have kind of done it before, right? Because it doesn't always go exactly how the Microsoft documentation suggests it should. So, you know, I think... Um, you know, I think you you definitely, if you're an IT team, the other reality is, is IT people like to do the new thing. So a lot of times, you know, the IT teams might say, hey, I want to do this because I've never done it before. And so, you know, but I think working with a partner, working with somebody who has both the expertise and the experience. And if there are, you know, members of your IT team, especially if you're in a larger organization and you're trying to you know, that they're interested in learning about this, then have them kind of participate with the partner. And, you know, I think most partners like like Call Tower, um, you know, they understand that that knowledge transfer. Uh, some organizations don't want any of it because they're going to say you do it and then you support it ongoing because we're going to focus on other parts of our business. But uh, but other, you know, organizations would like their IT people to kind of come along for the for the ride. But I do think you know, getting that experienced partner um, is going to definitely increase your chance of success. 
That's great. And a nice segue, I suppose, into my final question around ongoing support. I mean, we, we touched on this a moment ago, but in terms of, uh, you know, what to expect, I mean, William, what, what, what ongoing support, what kind of service wrapper do you, you put around the Microsoft Teams kind of cloud voice component at CoolTower? Sure. We, we have our SLA, our, our voice SLA uh, overall that we do provide uh, to our customers globally. Uh, we also do provide a 24 by 7 support. So you do get to have a conversation with somebody on the other side uh, if you are interested in having a conversation and, and work with folks that are certified within the Microsoft ecosystem to really help resolve your issues uh, right away. Right. Or understand that there might be some more complexity of it. And at the same point, then escalate within the organization. Uh, overall, I think that that's critical to make sure that you have that partner relationship or that vendor relationship uh, with somebody like Call Tower that really does uh, understand that uh, ecosystem overall. It's pro- it's very important, not just during the implementation, but also then post implementation, which is really where the relationship um, really kind of takes off, right? I mean, that, I think that that's what is really critical, and having somebody that understands the complexity of any solution. And I don't care if it's a large enterprise or an SMB. Uh, company, they always have some type of complexity that you have to make sure to account for uh, and work with. And having the right partner, that right vendor to go ahead and help you design that, I think it is critical. You know, there's Microsoft Teams is great. Obviously, we've all seen what it's done over the last couple of years uh, with uh, obviously in the middle of, uh, of the pandemic as well. That's really been uh, a part of that. But when you start to look at all the other ancillary items that are required, like Kevin mentioned, some of them, like we had discussed earlier on the analog side, even from a disaster recovery or a business continuity standpoint, you know, what do I do if my Teams app goes down, right? I could, it's okay if I lose email for half an hour, I could lose my instant messaging for half an hour, but I can't lose my voice for half an hour, right? So how do you come up with those things or how do you come up with those solutions and those designs because they are critical to your business? And I think working with the right partners uh, that have not just the support, but the right expertise and design behind the scenes is critical to any uh, successful implementation and support ongoing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Kevin, I suppose, you know, you work with a lot of customers. Microsoft Teams is huge. It? You know, it can do all sorts of things. I imagine it's a journey that a lot of customers are on uh, with Microsoft Teams, especially as they keep developing new, new new features and that kind of thing. I mean, ongoing support, is, is that kind of, you know, how does that work from your standpoint? I mean, what what would you recommend? Well, I think, you know, the interesting thing is I think there's lots of like, like even this video here, there's lots of emphasis put on like, okay, let's figure out the right design. And I think that if you don't screw it up, you know, your, your system is going to be around for a long period of time. And so while there's this big intense effort around the architecture and the design and the implementation, um, if you're successful, the ongoing management, while not as intense, is much more important because it's going to go on hopefully for years and years. Yeah. And so, um, certainly, you know, key, uh, you know, of, of key importance is think about what your support is going to be and then recognize that I don't think it's very easy to just like carve off team's voice and say, okay, well, we have somebody, you know, we have a, somebody who's going to support just team's voice. But then it's like, who do you call when you have a problem creating a channel or I try to connect, you know, I'm using a channel uh, and I want to call into a channel or, or these types of things. And I think, you know, find a partner who's willing to support all the pieces of the team stack, the voice piece, yes, but all the other pieces, as well as if you're looking for that, 
um, some of the other pieces that tie in from the Office 365, because ultimately, you know, Microsoft says what Teams is the hub where works gets done. And from a support and manageability perspective, the complexity is everything's tying into it. And there's a lot of moving parts, as, as William said. So you need to find somebody who's going to support all the important moving parts that your organization has. Yeah, that's an interesting point because that's a lot of pieces, though, isn't it? And and the, if it is the work hub, then potentially there's there's all these different applications linked into the, the you know that one environment. So that could get pretty complex. But you're absolutely right. It, it, try to get one company to at least manage the core applications and, and features that are in that platform. It's interesting. Yeah, and I think I, I, I think a partner, you know, a partner that at least is willing to take your call because I think William, you, you, we were talking before the recording just on some of the calls that kind of come into Call Tower, and they may not be directly related to the PSTN piece, but you know, you and your team kind of step up and you you make sure that they get their questions answered. Um, I think that that was the experience that you were talking about. Yeah, it, it makes just for a much more happier environment with the customer when they know that they have they have the support uh, on the other side. And you know, we take great pride in that. And I know a lot of organizations, you know, come out there and say that, but uh, our support staff is is phenomenal. I mean, they really do a good job with that. We look at our cases that come in daily. We see what type of trends we're seeing out there. If we do happen to see that there are some issues with a certain part of Microsoft Teams overall, then we start uh, creating some knowledge base. Uh, white papers on it so we can educate our customers. We include it in the training, you know, so we add that into the curriculum of the training that we do provide in Microsoft Teams overall. And uh, it, it's really critical, and I think I might have mentioned this uh, earlier, but really to get not just that IP buy-in, but make sure that you have that end-user buy-in, whether it's somebody yeah. calling in for the first time and getting uh, somebody else on the other on the other end from a support question or making sure that you have the critical training documents and the training expertise so that the utilization goes up uh, within Microsoft Teams. Because Kevin, like you mentioned, it does become your communications hub. And uh, the more people get used to it and the more people uh, start utilizing it, then you start to see, it's, it's amazing how it works, but those trouble tickets or those cases really just start to dwindle down right. because people get a little bit more savvy with it uh, overall. And you don't, you don't get those uh, easy questions coming in anymore to support because they're educating themselves as well. And I think that that's really critical to work with a partner that can deliver that to you. Absolutely. And for anyone looking to find out more on this topic, whether it's direct routing or Operator Connect or anything within that kind of Microsoft you know, 365 and Microsoft Teams uh, stack, William, what's the best way to get in touch? You know, for, for us, it's really easy. You could go to our website. Uh, you could go to calltower.com. We have great information uh, on Microsoft Teams, both direct routing and also on Operator Connect and even just on the Office 365 side. You can also email us over at webinars. Uh, at calltower.com, and we'll have one of our solution architects uh, start working uh, with you directly in the solution and really understand uh, if you happen to have any issues and what it is that you're looking to accomplish, not just today, uh, but also looking down down the road, whether it be six months or a year into the deployment, uh, to make sure that we can continue with the growth that hopefully the organizations are, uh, are now facing overall. So happy to help out and uh, looking forward to the next one. Well, William and Kevin, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been really good talking to you and, uh, and sharing all those insights you know, with our audience. Thanks very much. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Kevin. Thank you, guys. Thanks, William, and thanks, Rob. It was fun.
And that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And if you're a UC fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can join us using the UC News hashtag on LinkedIn, Twitter and Facebook. And our social links are in the description. So I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. Thanks for watching.